Hello, this is Anne Pertil. I'm Tori Williams. And I'm Gina Theodore. And today we are going to be talking about the book titled Unfree, um, Migrant Domestic Work in Arab States by Rahel Perenas. Um, and we are doing this as a part of our project for Dr. Zayer's Global Feminisms course. So first of all, what did you guys think of the book? Like, did you like it? I really liked it. Um, it was it was a little bit of a difficult read because a lot of it was kind of emotional and it was yeah. not something I had ever really thought that much about before. And so there was a little bit of like, I don't know, guilt there. Yeah. But um, I, I really, really enjoyed it. No, I totally agree. I really thought it was super interesting. Like all the personal stories was probably like my favorite part. It was definitely uncomfortable to read, but I think... It was definitely, like, valuable information. I think it was better than just, you know, going off of, like, statistics, because that, I feel like, is just boring. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I definitely... It was a slower read for me, like, just because sometimes, like, when I'm given a book to read, like, for a class, like, it's mm-hmm. definitely, like, a little harder for me to get into it. But once I actually started reading it and, like, really thinking about the issue, like, I definitely got you know more into it especially since I feel like when you consider what the common knowledge surrounding like migrant work in other parts of the world a lot of people consider it to be like a good like positive beneficial thing for the person migrating and a lot of people don't necessarily consider indentured servitude in the modern day and so Mm -hmm. having the opportunity to like actually read into that and understand that was it was it was pretty interesting but you're right I totally agree with you it's, it's like pretty emotional and it's kind of a heavy book yeah I felt like it really like talked about a lot of the parts that I like the the specific aspects that I never really thought about in this realm like talking about it in the terms of like why it would be problematic to say that it's or not exactly problematic but like not entirely accurate to say that it's like um, like they're enslaved basically I that's not something I'd ever really thought about and that was a huge focus of the book um, I think that was probably the most interesting part in my opinion mm-hmm. yeah going off what you were saying Tori I feel like there's a lot of like misconceptions about migrant work and I feel like there's a lot of like preconceived notions just of like what I kind of noticed was like we kind of assume that they're just like you said and like just enslaved like they're sponsors in the system and it kind of I liked how the book kind of took like a more republican idea of freedom like the author mentioned and kind of just said like it's more important to focus on like societal like impacts rather than individualism and I think it's important to like I don't know I think most people assume that you know you're completely like enslaved to these people even though there is like autonomy that these women have that you kind of just I don't know I think it's a very American view of looking at it to just say like oh these people like are suffering we need to be like the heroes and like go Mm -hmm. protect them kind of like white savior complex yeah Um, and I thought that was really interesting that the author kind of um yeah rejected that and I just you know what do you guys think about well I really liked that she the author really like pointed on like um liberal views of Mm -hmm. liberty and then compared that to like 
um, Republican views of freedom. I thought that was really interesting to look at, especially coming from like my background. I definitely come from more of a Republican family, and mm-hmm. but I personally hold more liberal views. And so having to like getting to read that dichotomy was really interesting. Um, understanding like how sometimes when you give a lot of media coverage or you only point on particular events and things that the narrative the narrative can get skewed in one direction or the other and like changing this idea of like enslaved people in the modern day is really important I think in general um the way that the book was set up was really helpful I think because before the actual book started there was the whole um like I don't know they get like an outline in a book and like an outline of like the different definitions of freedom and like Mm -hmm. liberty that are given and I feel like it was almost like an appendix to be able to like go back into and I'm like if I wasn't sure what she was talking about I'd be able to go back and be like this is the definitions of freedom that we're talking about here and I'd be able to like the chapters were also very separated in a way that Definitely. I think that was, like, it was organized really well. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's really important, like, specifically about giving definitions and everything. Agreed. When you are doing research or writing, you know, what this is, is essentially a very long paper, Mm -hmm. um, is giving out, like, specific definitions that you are referring to so that the reader doesn't have to draw their own conclusions or make their own assumptions about what the author is trying to say about a particular subject. So I mm-hmm. thought that was I thought that was a really good touch. It made it feel much more accessible than it like otherwise yes. would have. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. I definitely think it was also like I think it was important, like going back to my other point about how people think that like these migrant workers are kind of, you know, just subjugated and they just don't have any rights. Like, I think she really humanized them Mm -hmm. um, and kind of, like, gave us new ideas of, like, what migrant workers do and, like, kind of their social status. And I just thought, just going back to, like, the in-depth interviews, I just felt like that gave a a more personal touch and it just, like, kind of made it seem less, like, doom and gloom and Mm -hmm. kind of painted a real picture of their actual experiences rather than just saying, like, oh, these people have a horrible social status and that just, like, sucks. And just saying that, I feel like that is a really common thing in sociology just to, you know, present a problem and then say, like, well, there it is, you know? So I really liked how (laughs) the author kind of addressed it in a more personal tone, but... It helped, yeah, it helped to humanize them a lot. I think you mentioned that, like, because a lot of the, the language that was used around, like, the idea of them being, like, human trafficking victims or, like, enslavement and stuff felt not exactly, like, degrading, but, like, dehumanizing in a way, where it's right. just, you could sort of, like, push off all the issues, like, refuse the ideas of their autonomy, the fact that they made choices to get to where they are, even if it's, like, what seems like the lesser of two evils, maybe. It's it like humanized them a lot. It it they created this idea outside of like an abstract. Right. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, I definitely think it separated the the worker from that like victim mentality mm-hmm. or like but it also gave a good show of like both sides of it being yeah, like they're maybe not particularly victims but this is the way that they have been oppressed yeah and I thought that was really important I really liked how 
literally right in the first chapter, they um, kind of put it into a more real perspective and how they were talking about how often the stories were told from the side of the employer versus the employee Mm -hmm. and that whole um like twitter controversy thing yeah about the rules and stuff and you know so you do have to think about the fact like yes they like made the choices to get there but they also did experience oppression by the people that they were working for and that's like i think that the author did a really good job at balancing on yeah, both sides definitely. of that. I think it was a really good balance. I also thought it was interesting to, like, learn about the whole structure of everything. Like, everything thought, about... Yeah, it. like, just the ideas about migration and, like, how these women are kind of just convinced by all these institutions. Like, yes, like, their employers are oppressing them, but, like, this whole system and all these institutions and all these governments are, like, saying, you know... Yeah, like, even in their training and everything, I thought it was just so bizarre that they were like, yeah, you're probably going to face sexual abuse and physical abuse, but, like, your job is to work and not rest, for example. Like, that quote just was mind-boggling to me, Mm -hmm. and I thought it was just, um, just really interesting to learn about that and just see, like, how this whole system is basically convincing these women that this is going to be a better way for them to live and to provide Mm -hmm. for their family, but, I mean, it is, you know, it's a better, it's kind of the lesser of two evils, like you said, Anne, mm-hmm. but it's also, like, still pretty, <laughs> pretty bad, um, yeah. which is the very, like, basic way of saying it. But, yeah, I just thought it was really interesting to learn about, like, the whole structure and how they yeah. frame it as, like, better working conditions. Yeah, I definitely considered how these, like, contracting companies, um, basically put out propaganda saying like if you make this migration if you move and you want to work like there are opportunities to make things better for you Mm -hmm. and um and they but my issue is like they're really framing it as like you have the opportunity to like get prosperity and experience like massive growth and you will not be like stuck and you'll have all of these opportunities and realistically these women were coming and they were sometimes leaving their families sometimes bringing their families but they were almost always stuck somewhere not given the opportunity to do anything um and I think an interesting part of it that they talked like that the author talked about was the whole um legal responsibility of your Mm -hmm. worker yeah that was that was interesting it's basically like i felt like it was like assigning somebody like a parent like you're assigning a full-grown adult a legal parent like they're basically their legal guardian and like yeah u.s terms that was interesting and i was like that doesn't i don't know that i just think that's really yeah and i mean even like the rules that they had for these workers that was like under this kafala thing that was like literally saying like you are their guardian yeah because isn't that what kafala translates to is like yeah. guardian or like like Helper sponsor or something, or something like yeah. that but yeah like the amount of legal responsibility that they have to take it's just going back to like the whole idea of this system it is so 
like the only one that comes to mind is like stressful when yeah. you think about it because there's just so many barriers and so many restrictions on like trying to fix it because every time you take a step forward they're saying like they implemented new laws that are supposed to protect them they're just like but your sponsor doesn't actually have to follow them like they can t- yeah. still take your passport or whatever right yeah. like because i think looking at a person and being like a full-grown adult as you said jada like you are giving somebody a person that person is paying three thousand dollars for them or whatever they said Mm -hmm. and then they could potentially go out and do some heinous crime that becomes your responsibility and of course that puts stress on both the employer and the employee Mm -hmm. like the employer is going to be more likely to break that rule of giving them you know four free days a month if there is that potential that they could go out and do something they're not supposed to, or this idea that they're trying to get their their like money's worth, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what's really you know oppressing these women, and it in in a lot of ways it oppresses those on both ends. I definitely think it oppresses the worker more, yeah, but you can understand it from the employee's perspective or from the employer's perspective of why they might be treating them this way. Because they have, like, a whole legal responsibility now, and it's, like, it doesn't justify any of what they do or, Mm -hmm. like, any of the, like, barriers that they place on them because, again, it's another entire adult that they are... Um, I think the book uses the word like infantilizes a lot. Like that's yes, just what this whole system that, is. Yeah. It's just infantilization of these workers. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can understand like where they're coming from. Yeah, like yeah. the steps that they took to get to where they might be, like oppressing their right. workers. And it doesn't. It doesn't make it right. It doesn't mm-hmm. excuse the behavior, but it gives. It sheds understanding on this situation. It shows, like, the how many ways that this system is so messed up. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no winning for really anyone. Right. I agree. I think that's just, like, another way that the author kind of, like, rejects these, like, I guess, preconceptions and stock stories of what people generally think of the system and how they produce it as, like, this awesome situation and, like, even the money, like, when they go through this training program, they're saying, you know, you should save half your money, and you should do that, but in reality, like, these people are going through other things, and, like, just, like, mm-hmm. you and I might, like, you know, you get, you wreck your car, or your sister's sick, or, like, things yeah. happen, mm-hmm. and you, like, have to use your savings, and right. I feel like that happens a lot more for these women that are coming from a place that doesn't have economic stability, like, that's mm-hmm. the whole reason they're doing this, is to, you know, better their economic situation and to provide for their family and a lot of the times they can't save half of it or they're not getting paid at all or they're getting paid less than the recommended amount and you know I just think that that's another way that they kind of present this topic as not really what you would expect which I thought was interesting for Mm -hmm. sure right yeah um what did you guys feel like was because I know that they she talks about like why the book was written what the purpose was but who do you feel like was intended to read the book because when I was considering like who the intended audience was it was hard for me to come up with like a good answer for that it was a little bit tough because again there's a lot of like jargon used in here and but most of it goes explained so in my brain when I was reading it and I was thinking about like who this was for it was like 
well-intentioned people that are like misinformed maybe like people who have an interest in this topic but again just don't really understand like the nuances of it or anything Mm -hmm. they just have like a a generalized like abstract idea of what this system is right yeah i agree i honestly like i thought like wow this is a perfect book for this class like i just (laughs) thought of like a bunch of sociology students yeah i feel like it was like you know people that maybe are going through like courses or like education in this topic and like want to learn more about it and just like in general people that are you know feminists or are sociology majors and just like Mm -hmm. I don't know just like mostly women I would say because I just feel like most of the time like most men I know would never even look at this book and pick it up off the shelf (laughs) but um Mm -hmm. that's just me but yeah yeah, I thought I mean it was like wow this is so interesting and I probably would have picked this up at Barnes and Noble if I looked at it you know so yeah I felt like you know it was relevant to me and what I'm studying so yeah yeah um okay um going off of that um I really enjoyed the book um I think it really gives us a lot of more context into this kind of system and other systems that are outside of the U.S. I think a lot of times in classes like this we kind of focus on a more individualistic culture and kind of topics that hit more close to home and I think it was really interesting to read about something that maybe we don't think about every day Mm -hmm. um but yeah what are you guys' like takeaways and kind of final thoughts I really thought that this book did like an incredible job of being succinct almost like Mm -hmm. it was an incredibly long book and everything that was said in the book felt really relevant to the topic at hand like I never felt like I was just reading like fluff to fill pages or anything like that which I'm not really expecting when I'm reading like (laughs) books for classes basically but some of them do drag on a little bit this one felt like really dense really um like all the information in it felt really important I agree yeah it definitely I definitely got that kind of dense feel Mm -hmm. but sometimes like academic books really try to pack all of this information in and I feel like they do that as a way of limiting a specific group from Mm -hmm. actually reading the book and I don't think that this book did it because really I think the biggest goal was to put this information out there in a relatively short set of information like it's a very like once you get into it it's a very quick read and it's easy to understand and they don't pack a lot of super big words or super, you know, difficult concepts to understand. I think everybody has a general understanding of um, what it means to be, you know, a victim of human trafficking or um, an enslaved individual or working under... um, in an indentured servitude kind of setting everybody Mm -hmm. has like that general understanding of it or their own personal um idea of what's going on but i think the big goal was to kind of break that those beliefs down um and provide people with a much more realistic understanding of what's really going on especially since so many of the books that we read in an academic setting are very much like kind of like whitewashed. They're very much from that white savior complex kind of um, place. Mm -hmm. And this book, I don't really think does that. I think that this book really is set to give power to the people and give those who who 
in the past have never had a voice give them an opportunity to really say like this is what's actually happening to me it's not great but consider that it might not be as bad as you think yeah agreed well with that i think thank you for listening and i hope you enjoyed thank you thank you